You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back to uh, uh, Monobisi Secondary School in Zwakasi, uh, location in DR. Uh, the premier of uh, the Northern Cape, Zamani Sol, is uh, my guest in the studio. We've all, I suppose, been waiting for the premier to uh, come here this morning. Good morning, premier. Thank you so much for your time. First and foremost, the results are coming out tomorrow because we're here, obviously, around education issues. We had a conversation uh, earlier on with uh, your MEC for education, who was talking of a time uh, where the Northern Cape, uh, you know, was uh, delivering great results at this time of the year, because every province is angst, uh, wondering and waiting what the results will look like. And he says he's got an ambitious target, and he wants to move the Northern Cape to the top five uh, in terms of performance uh, for metric. What is your outlook on that? And what happened from wherever the Northern Cape was to now? Good morning uh, and good morning to all the listeners of SAFM. We've set ourselves ourselves a target to improve our performance with regard to grade 12 outcomes. Mm -hmm. And we've been working very hard to ensure that we achieve that. Mm -hmm. It is our target that within the next three years we should be in the top five. Mm Uh, best performing provinces in the country. Yeah. We are expecting results tomorrow, which will be announced by the National Minister, uh, May and Jim And I'm certain when those results are announced, there will be massive improvement For the Northern of Cape. our results from last year. What did you change last year? What did you change since you came in as Premier of the Northern Cape, specifically for the education sector? And what do you feel was wrong that you are writing now? One of the issues that we had to correct is to ensure that we strengthen school management. Mm. Uh, Performance of schools is primarily based on how schools are managed. Uh, Just last year alone, we've appointed more than 200 school principals and deputy school principals and heads of departments. And uh, we've appointed more than 200 teachers in the different schools in the province. So that's one of the areas that we had to primarily focus at is to ensure that schools are properly staffed. Mm -hmm. Management of the schools is strong and also to ensure that we've got uh, warm bodies, which is educators, which are there in order to ensure that when there's classes, teachers are present. Yeah. So we've been working on that, and I'm certain with the kind of investment that we've done in that front, we should be getting much better results in this year. Yeah. Uh, schools, though, sit in communities, right? Um, I also had a conversation with a community leader here who was talking about the fact that part of the challenge is the fact that the, sc- the children here are uninspired. They're uninspired uh, because they look around them and they feel like there's nothing, uh, you know, there's nothing to look forward to. So how do you make sure that communities are integral in inspiring a generation of children that come from the Northern Cape that are ambitious, that are inspired, that are driven, uh, but also that give back to the communities that they come from. I think that's a very important point because there is no schooling process that can be successful without the involvement of communities. Mm. Schools are just a microcosm of community. If you are sitting with a community where there's high levels of unemployment, high levels of poverty, 
community members are despondent, you basically expect that as well from the learners. So with there's massive programs that we've embarked on as the provincial government mm-hmm. to ensure that we really pump energy in the provincial economy. Mm. Just yeah, just yesterday together with the minister and the presidency and Tate Monthly Kungubela and the head of infrastructure SA, the president is Puta Ramakopa, they were here in the province. Mm. There's massive infrastructure projects that we are looking into, the Buhu Bay, deep seaport, and the issue of hydrogen, mm. uh, uh, green hydrogen in the province. Mm-hmm. Massive investment that is coming our way. And we firmly believe with that kind of investment, we'll be able to pump life into the provincial economy. Mm-hmm. That will create a much needed job opportunities, and particularly for young people in the Northern Cape. Yeah. Part of the challenge you face, though, is the vastness of your province. I, uh, yesterday, I went from Kimberley, I went to the Big Hole, I went from Kimberley, came through to Dear, and along the way, uh, experienced a lot of tourism uh, experiences. And, and I realized as a South African, there's so much uh, that I didn't know about the Northern Cape, and there's so much uh, uh, that uh, I, I didn't know uh, about the history of the province and the things that have happened. But part of the things I experienced in the driving is some roads are really, really bad. Uh, and, you know, for me to be able to move around. How, what are your intentions specifically around the tourism space uh, to bring the Northern Cape? Because they have all of these, you have these small dorpies that have <laughs> tremendous character yeah. and really beautiful, small space, but tremendous personality and tremendous character. How are you breaking uh, the silo that ends up being created by the vastness, uh, which is nature's thing, that you have in this province? Northern Cape is a hidden treasure of South It is, it's quite beautiful. uh, There's massive opportunities. Mm. We account for 30% of the landmass of the country. Mm -hmm. It comes with its own challenges with regard to issues of service delivery. Because if communities as this past settlement of communities uh, get a community of 1,000 people here and you have to travel a long distance to, to get to the next get 1, to the next community yes. yeah. and that in itself poses serious challenges with regard to issues of service delivery mm. what would cost five rand in Gauteng to deliver services mm. it would cost 20 rand in the northern Cape. Mm. so we have to work around that But with all of that, that poses massive opportunities for the province. I'm certain you know that the Northern Cape, we've got the most beautiful sun. Over the past, over the past, over the past seven years, we've got more than 70 billion rand investment in alternative energy, which is solar energy. And I'm certain you know that we've got the most beautiful earth here in the Northern Cape. We account for 80% of the manganese reserve worldwide. Wow. We've got iron ore, our mineral endowment. And we've got the beautiful skies. We host the SKA, which is the world's biggest uh, project of that nature here in the Northern Cape and the South, Southern African largest telescope. You know why I'm if getting so... If you go so to those areas, that simply means we've got the beautiful skies only here in the Northern Cape where scientists can read the universe 13.5 billion years back. 
know why I'm getting world. so animated? Because yes. I was traveling with my uh, producers yesterday mm-hmm. and I kept on saying to them something about the sky here is, is different. Something about the clarity of the clouds is yes. different. They kept on saying, what are you talking about? I said, look, yes. it's different from where it is that we come We've from. We've got two rivers that traverse the province, yeah. the Val and the Orange River, and the second largest dam in the southern hemisphere, the Fangasburg Dam. So there's massive investment opportunities. Yeah. As I said, the Northern Cape is a hidden treasure yeah. of the country. But what we'll have to do is to put up systems in place in order for us to exploit all those opportunities to turn around the economy of this province. We've got a caller for you. Uh, one of our callers wants to ask you a question. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. How are you? I'm well. How are you? The Premier is listening to you. Okay, I am uh, Brenda McKeever from Springbok in the Northern Cape, the Namaka Yes, region. Brenda. My question is in regard to education. All our public schools currently are African medium, and uh, some of the parents started 2006 to fight the African education system. And after the 2018, and still there's no change after 15 years. I would like to know from the Premier, when will we implement change in the education system in the Namapa region? Did you hear that? Our yes, I, 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 heard, I heard the question and I suspect I've been having quite a number of engagements with Brenda on the same issue. Yeah. Namapa is one region in the Northern Cape which one can roughly say it's about 95 to 98% African speaking. Mm-hmm. All the schools in Amakwa, their medium of instruction is Africans because of the demographics of the area. Yeah. So there's been an increased number of people who are not necessarily speaking Africans who are getting into the area because it's one of our high growth areas. Yeah. We are getting to Namakwa to go and stay in areas like Springbok, in Port Norloth and all those other areas. Mm-hmm. And as a result thereof, there is a necessity for us to have an English medium school in order for us to cater for those communities that does not fit properly within the dom- dominant demographic there, which is Africans. Mm-hmm. That's something which the Department of Education is dealing with and I think at some point I had SMS engagements with Brenda. I don't know whether it's Brenda, but I had some SMS engagements with her that the Department of Education is currently is currently working is currently working on the matter. Are we able uh, to uh, give you some calls uh, after news at uh, in three minutes? Because I also wanted to ask you a question that. you know, it's 2022. Yes. Um, the NC is going to an elective conference at the yeah. end of the year, uh, and elective conferences are just that elective conferences. Yes. Some are saying uh, yourselves, as um, uh, the ANC, are not yet. Uh, you know, allowed to be talking about the candidates that you're going to yeah. be endorsing as you head towards conference at the end of the year. Is there anything you want to say to me about who you're going to endorse at conference at the end of the year? I don't, I don't think really it's something that we'll have to engage with now and obviously one will have to derive mandate from the local structures of the ANC here in the province. Yeah. But I hope you can remember when we went to Nazareth, mm-hmm. Northern Cape was the first province to announce 
Cyril Ramaphosa to be the president of the ANC. Yes. Against all odds. Mm -hmm. And we were actually told that we are punching above our weight with a small problem. I remember that distinctly. Insignificant, and this announcement is quite ludicrous. Yes. Something that's laughable. Yes. But we met together with our structures, we made that pronouncement. Mm -hmm. And what actually was, what underscores that pronouncement was the need for renewal in the African National Congress. And yeah. we asked ourselves, from amongst all the leaders, ANC is blessed with leaders, there's abundance of leaders. Yes. From amongst all these leaders, who is the proper candidate to be the face of this renewal agenda? Pause, yes. Premier. We're going to use, and then we hopefully will take one or two calls, and then you go and finish. Uh, with Premier Zamani Sol, Premier of the Northern Cape, we are at Monobisi Secondary School. It's news time.